system for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. So, this uh, podcast episode will last... As long as it takes for the food to get here. <laughs> wait, that's, let's find out. It's being delivered. We, it was uh, like an hour wait, though. It was, it was a long time. Was it? It's Saturday evening. As oh, yeah, recording. we got about 40 minutes. Oh, we got tons Perfect, of time. Perfect, yeah. Good times. I also hope that it doesn't set my butthole on fire. But yeah. yeah, we're getting uh, food tonight <laughs> from this place that everybody in Oral Valley has talked about. It's called Noodle Holics. Yeah. And everybody is like, you have to go there. It's incredible. And. Mm. We just decided not to cook tonight because, you know. Well, we're kind of like rationing out. We have a few home chef home meals. Chef meals. You start thinking in your head, okay, what nights are we cooking? What nights you maybe want to get something to go? And we're like, tonight is it's a go night, and uh, we're ordering some some noodles, which Listen, is which is cool, except the last time we ordered noodles, right? They we, set Pat's butthole on we fire. We ordered from a real great, it's a like a, a Vietnamese place, but like legit street Vietnamese food. And it's really good, but it's just of course. Neon Sichuan. I'm just, you know, pansy American boy, and it set <laughs> my. But but it wasn't. Well, like, the funny part is that Pat's noodles. It was it was kind of the same place. Yeah. Um. It was just a, a very spicy, oily kind of broth. Yes. And Pat, I had uh, what did I have? Some sort of some sort of chimkin meal. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. Oh, here it is. I had um by the way, not crispy to... fire chicken rice bowl. Okay. And so mine was called Crispy Fire. Pat's was called Chong King Soup Ramen. There you go. Whose would you think would set your butthole on fire? Mine. The yeah. crispy fire. It did not. Pat's was actually um but mine it was, was a spicier good, than Pat's. But it wasn't a like as much as uh, and, and it was delicious, don't get me wrong. And the next day, it wasn't like a, uh, you know, you had some bad fried chicken and now you got to be on the pooper all day. No. It was much more of like just my gut, my chakra. It had, cleaned you out. It, it did. It had like it just been boiled up. <laughs> they were like, we're knew- turning up the heat. We got to get some of this shit out of you. And- Here's how I knew something was wrong <laughs> because Pat could literally lick the floor. Like he'll eat anything. Yeah, I'm pretty hardcore. He's kind of just a garbage disposal. But. I was like, oh, we should get tacos today. And he kind of looked over at me and said, I, I can't really do it. My butthole's on fire. I mean, do you mind? When he just... says no to tacos, you know something's seriously wrong. What I, what I end up getting? Oh, I, had, I got like, a chicken. chicken breast. Yeah. With mashed potatoes. I knew it was something. fucking bland was so, as you could get. It was so funny because all day long he kept telling me like, his butthole's on fire, but he goes, but they're healthy poops. You yeah, know, like, it's, it's weird. Like, like, I was getting It's not real, like a liquid explosion. You know, because, like, like anyone else, I'm a man who is educated about poop because my wife watch Oprah. So, um, <laughs> I know what I know what When I got married to her, poop. she told me what Oprah told her. So, I hope yes. Oprah's getting good information. Um, healthy poop. They were all very, yeah, ropey, very good, healthy poops. What but do they was, say was when it's like... going on. When it's one... Solid piece, and mm-hmm. it's it, isn't it like when it's like coiled because that's the shape of your intestine. Yeah, that's, that's what like the it's supposed to be. Poop. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it's supposed to be is the shape of your intestine. Now, just, here's the question. Go ahead, but I'm not sure if you know because we have a bidet attachment on our toilet. We sure do. Was there a lot to wipe? Oh, don't remember. Don't don't remember that part. It was just because more you, of just like a, this was a continuous. It was just one of those days 
when you knew that your butt was going to dictate <laughs> your plans, <laughs> like your plans, because you're like, all right, like I'm not going hiking today. I'm not going to go that far from the home base. He literally, <laughs> we we went out to eat. We had a little lunch date that day, and he goes, "Well, we could sit at a table, but I'd rather sit by the bar because it's closer to the bathroom." <laughs> So, uh, you know, just let you know, we're going to go ahead and see if the noodle place tonight can, uh, I ordered something different. I ordered, uh, but this isn't like, see, I don't want to generalize and say that because the last place we had, it was Vietnamese food. Yeah, it was really good. This place is just kind of a general, do they have a specific, uh, like nationality time behind them or some kind of gourmet? I mean, if you notice. Or is it just noodles? Is it just like noodles? No, if you notice a lot of the, uh, the, the, um, the menu is in looks like some sort of Japanese characters. Okay. Um, like you can read it and I'm assuming that's Japanese. I could be totally wrong. I should send it to my friend Jenny. She could okay. tell me. Um, but yeah, I don't it's know. It's all very different. I mean, I know it's very like, um, I try not to be, uh, you know, ignorant the same way that folks who think like all of America is just cheeseburgers yeah. and french fries, right? Like we're all, we have pockets of our own shit. We so know, I know not all Asian food is, it's it, not all Chinese. Exactly. There's an entire South Park episode about that where the uh, City Walk, which has been the South Park Chinese restaurant City Walk. for years, all of a sudden uh, has a, uh, a, a sushi place opened up next door. Yeah. Uh, ran by a Japanese man. And it's a big cultural war. Like everyone thinks they're like you know the same thing and stuff. I I it's really kind of cool because like Tucson is. I knew this before we moved here. Big foodie town. Yeah, good. Food it's man. named like one of the best in the country. Why are you licking your hand? Are you that hungry? No, I had a um, mosquito bite. A mosquito bite, and then I I scratched it, and I was and now, bleeding a little bit. Ooh, so God, I'm just giving it a little so lick. Bad. Um, but yeah, no, the Tucson's a great foodie town. There's, I mean, there is literally something for every single nationality, taste, lots of Chicago food here, lots of Asian food. Although I I wish I could get you into sushi because there, I like sushi and there are some really good sushi places. I mean, I assume they're good, but there's a lot of them. You assume, um, I tried, I mean, I'd be willing to give it another try. The last time I tried was, Roughly 2004. Let me guess, a California roll? <laughs> California roll. It was for my buddy John Bell's birthday in Salt Lake City because he loved that shit. And I said, so all right. So went to a sushi restaurant. I said, I'll take you out for lunch for your birthday. We'll go to a sushi place. I'll try something. And I'm like, what's the most entry level? It's and California roll. That's what yeah. he said. He goes, get a California roll. And I'm like, okay, cool. Ordered a California roll. Did not care for it. Did not care for it. Was able to order the one cooked item on the menu, which was teriyaki beef. That was very good. See, now I want to look up the sushi places on here because don't get me wrong. Uh oh, your order's been picked up. We got to hurry. No, I'm just kidding. Let's wrap up this podcast. The food's coming. Such pigs. Um, No, and I went to a sushi place for a friend's birthday right before we left central Wisconsin. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, some of the sushi is funky crazy too much for me like there was one i got like like a like a sampler platter okay and there was a the flight of it sushi. was a flight of sushi and yeah. one of, i remember one of the rows was just too weird and too much for me but overall i mean you can and here's the thing look at the sushi valley so let's mm-hmm. see what you can get from a sushi restaurant Go because they i think you would like some of the funky Again, rolls because you like listen, spicy stuff i'm gonna tell you why this is why i'm totally into like do it again because first off let's think about the timeline it's been about 50 years since I tried it last, right? I thought about this the other day, driving to work, is that I kind of had like an aftertaste uh, that morning or like it was sitting in my gut, yeah. the dinner we had had the night before, which was just a, a barbecue place, nothing fancy. 
And I kind of thought about how, you know, they they say your taste buds and all this shit that they evolve and you go through these phases in life. And I wonder if I'm not towards another evolve, you know, like evolution. Evolution of taste buds. Um, because I'm starting to get away from some of my very carnivorous, just big slabs of meat and stuff. You like are. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting into like balance things. So you know what I'm, the saddest thing is, though, is when your tastes evolve and like yes, dis- and then you lose something that you loved, yes, right? Yes, man, fuck. I feel that way fuck. about a, a few meals in my life. Fuck. I'm like, they sound good until I yeah. eat them, and then I'm like, I think I'm over it. Listen to this, though. I'm this- close to that on a few, and I'm just Aria. oh, it makes me sad. It's sad. Yeah. Um, listen to this one, an Oro Valley roll, because that's where we live. Oh, obviously, spicy shrimp tempura with cream cheese, spicy tuna, jalapeno. Green onion. Oh, my God. I really think you'd like some of these because they're a little weird, and some of them are really spicy, and you like spicy stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, Most of them are spicy. I'm open to, to, you know, I mean, why not? We'll film it. We'll make content out of it. I feel baby. like we should probably go to a sushi restaurant for you to try sushi the first time because yeah. if we order something and it's just, like, here in front of you and you don't like it, like, what a waste. <laughs> at least at a restaurant, you <laughs> can be I like, just, nah. What do I do then? Why don't they do samplers for everything in life? Why can't I also get a sampler of steaks, a sampler of chicken? Because you ever, seriously, every restaurant should order like a flight, whether it's a yeah. flight of beers, a flight of sushi, a flight of ribs, a flight of sauces, flight of anything. I remember that flight of sushi I had had like a firecracker shrimp right? flight in it, and it was it was a little spicy for me. It was a little too saucy, but it was, I loved it. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I would love for you to try sushi again. It's not something you eat every day, but it is, it's good. I mean, I, you never know when I get into something, I tend to go all in sushi every weekend. Yum, yum, yum. I love that. We're just talking about food since the last one we talked about <laughs> infidelity. I think this is much, a, this is light and bright. <laughs> Lighten it up. Welcome to the 65th episode of the podcast. Thank God you're keeping track. I am. 65. It's because every week I create the graphic for um, what gets uploaded to the cloud and to your phones and on our websites and stuff. So every week I'm basically in charge of updating the graphic. And I know right now that this is episode 65 because we just released episode 64 where we talk about friends, infidelity, and UFOs. And I don't know what the fuck else more you need in an episode. So if you have not listened to episode 64, go do that. Go do that. It's deep and it's weird. All right. We get real weird. Here into 65. Very exciting day, actually. We just um, kind of cemented a, a, a family member visiting. Which is really exciting. Oh, this is, yeah, this is out of the ordinary, too, right? <laughs> Anybody visiting really us anywhere is out of the one ordinary. Of my, uh, one of my really, uh, like, really, at this point, fuck, we've been friends for a long time. One of my uh, friends who I met through the nightclub industry, he's a, he's a good dude, um, has finally outwardly gotten to the point where he's like, fuck everyone for not visiting me. Yeah. Now, he's a Chicago dude just like I was. And he left just like I did, which is very not Chicagoans, not big on leaving. But I know. No, it just in I general. Know, everyone says that, right? Like, no one really leaves they wherever say, you're like, from. What right? is it? 90% of people will never yeah. live more than an hour from yeah. where they were born or so something. So, like, but, but my buddy from this point is relocated from Chicago where he had a pretty extensive family yeah. infrastructure and shit um, down to Southern Florida. And he's oh, this been, is your Greek friend. Yeah, so my Greek friend, right? He had a big Greek family. So, he's been down there now for a while doing his thing. And whenever someone comes to visit, he 
like he's such a smart ass on social media where he's like, oh, my goodness. Thanks so much to fill in the blank. My good friend for visiting me. It's so nice when people come to see me here in Florida as much as I come back to Chicago. <laughs> and it was just it was so fucking such a smart ass like he would say it. But he's finally gotten into that space where he figured out, OK, if I, you know, really want to see certain people, I probably have to make a concerted effort, which kind of sucks. So I think he's just kind of like at this point, hey, fuck everyone. If That's, you want but to did see you see, me, I put that you know on my where, Facebook. Where I put that on my Facebook post about our house because I took pictures of the house. Yeah. Because um, I had some family members like, oh, we want to see the house when you're moved in. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, come visit. No, you won't. And that's why I, I posted on my Facebook. I'm like, here's pictures of the house for everybody who says they'll visit but won't. And I'm just, I'm comfortable with it. Okay. It mm-hmm. is what it is. I think the weird. Not, I mean, yeah, life happens. Right now, like you traveling said, isn't exactly easy. Like you said, there's a lot of people that will, you know, you'll never see them unless yeah. you go. And, you know, it's like 95% of the people. I can't force anybody to visit. It costs money. I get it. It's not convenient. But not everyone is at that level. Here's my thing. Have you ever had someone, and I have, have you ever had someone who's not at that level of friend? Visit. Visit. Come to stay at your place to visit or try to arrange that. Have you? No. Holy shit, I had it happen. And it was awkward. Yeah. It was awkward. It was someone that, like, I loosely knew... Through, I don't want to say bar days, but pretty much bar days. And then, you know, social media goes. And all of a sudden, you know, I I remember he worked, you know, on the road doing some shit. And ended up he was going to be in a town where I was now. And was like, hey, man, we should stay with you. Well, first he was kind of like feeling me out like, hey, what's up with the city? You know, and no, he didn't want to stay with me, but made it a point like, like, let's hang out. And it was really awkward because I figured out really fast that you, with, did, you weren't really that good friends without a lot of the common factors or maybe just that moment in time like it was really just kind of hanging out with like a stranger and um, it became weird after a while so See, I felt like and, and I wouldn't say I felt like that when I went to Seattle yeah to visit my friend Jenny who is the one who lives 20 minutes south of us now yeah, yeah. and we've been friends since first grade but you know just like a lot of people we lost touch for a while mm-hmm. i think the last time i had seen her was at her wedding in 2007 this was like 2016 and she was moving back from japan and making a stop in seattle and i'm like well i have friends in seattle obviously we live there i'd love to come visit and i was like is this going to be weird cuz we haven't seen each other in a while mm-hmm. and i was so nervous about it i'm like is was it, it weird? no you just pick up right up where you left off okay. like and that's how i feel about but her now you guys were like lifelong friends yeah no so I, yeah. but i can see how weird it would be if it's somebody you just casually knew who's like, like I mean, just let's hang out. Yeah, like someone that you just had a certain. I mean, it's weird. So what, and it's never, it's never who you, the people you want to visit oh, will never want. visit. It's the it's <laughs> the, the awkward pseudo friends that are like, I'll come see you. <laughs> I have like at this point because I've been on the road um, so much. I have like a core group of dudes, and out of the core group of dudes, like I know like who's gonna come like see me, and I can usually guess how you know that'll happen and stuff. Yeah. So like I can already see like when a one when one of my buddies may come down versus when when one of my other buddies may because he has a wife and a kid so it's kind of you know organized differently but yeah you figure out quickly who's gonna see you 
Who's going to not? And this is one of your family members that does make a very concerted effort, yeah. as you do with them, yes. to get together. You guys have met in the middle before. Yeah. Um, where they're in the, the Twin Cities area. We were down in uh, Flint, Michigan. We met up in, uh, in Traverse City yeah. Or, yeah. or Mackinac. No, we met, where no, we we met in the UP at St. Ignis. That's right, St. Ignis. I'm sorry. It's just after a while, it's all fucking just yeah. up there. You know, it's like well, up north. But it's I all think up north. We've, I've always said this about my cousin Sean because he's, he's, he and his wife and uh, daughter are going to come visit near Christmas, which yeah. I'm so excited about. But he and I are the only ones from my family that broke off and left Milwaukee. Yeah. And so we understand you what it's like it. to move away. And we always kind of joke. I mean, we've had family members that will drive. When we lived closer to Milwaukee, like in Wisconsin or Minnesota, we had family members that would literally drive through the city we lived in and not say anything no. and then be like, oh, we were up by you. And I'm like, you dick, why didn't you call? Like, I'm right here. Well, but Because you had a real traditional, like growing up pretty much up until your grandparents passed. Your like your family dynamic was pretty Norman Rockwell. Like yeah. you had a very healthy dose of aunts and uncles on both sides of mom and dad with plenty of cousins, cousins yeah. and you'd get together for these big things. Of course, you kind of find your pocket of people that you're with closer, yeah. but you had kind of that dynamic. And then once you left, well, he left first. Remember, yeah. he went to Oklahoma. Yeah. He went to a school in Florida and then trained in Oklahoma yeah. City to be an air traffic controller. So that he was the first one to break yeah. off. And then, uh oh, we moved to Seattle. And like the, you could see the family just kind of start to be like, oh, yeah, I guess you guys are leaving. And like, trust me, almost That's none of them visit for ever, people, dude. ever. That's tough for for some people. It's just kind of very much like, oh, you're gone. And that's it. And and I, so I you're dead. They're like, oh man, that 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 guy left. He he moved away. I feel like we've gotten to a point where we've just kind of given up because like it pissed me off so much when we lived in Wisconsin, but just like three hours away from Milwaukee, mm-hmm. that these people would drive through and never visit. And you still hold a lot of that anger. I can Hell see yeah. it in you. It's but, so funny. It's, but that's why I I feel like I'm I, I'm happy that I've just given up on it because now we moved so far away that I'm like they'll never visit and that's fine because they never do anyways. See, that's why I love having the very unhealthy family dynamics I had growing up, which was a very small family that got smaller and went away. I didn't have to worry about this shit. See, age it. She was all worried about. She's like no one comes and visits. I'm like, "Welcome to my life." It's wonderful. I love it. <laughs> You're all by yourself. I mean, you, I'm like as far as I'm concerned, you have to do Two a year, okay? The one time your family member, which for me was my mom, tracks you down and comes to wherever you are. Yeah. And then the other time of the year when she makes you come to her. Yes, and I'm fine with that. I I do like the fact that we live in a warmer climate now because I do have friends that are legitimately like, yes, I'll come visit in the winter months. But I know, I know, most of them won't. No one wanted to come when you're in Grand Blank, Michigan. I know. (laughs) Come on down where the water's good and the winters are long. But to be fair, the people who did visit in the winter, what did we get hit by? Snowstorms almost every single time. I feel bad, man. Yeah, Like every time somebody would visit, we'd get hit with like a blizzard. I'm like, this sucks for everybody so you excited you're gonna have your yeah. cousin come down yes i'm excited to see him and his wife and his daughter i've got like baby fever lately i'm excited to hang out with her and mm-hmm. play with her around the house it's gonna be fun it's um it's gonna be a fun dynamic it is it's gonna be awesome it's just it's it's cool it's something to look forward to because it is sad when you move to a new place and you're so excited about it and you've got this new house you want to show off 
and you don't know anybody and nobody comes to visit. <laughs> that is some shit that I can't relate to, but I remember how important it was to my mom. So of course it was. I remember when my mom was growing up and um or I was growing up and she was growing up at the same time. Your mom loved to entertain, but she wasn't really good at no, she it. She wasn't good at it, but <laughs> So like, but, but when it was a big deal, when she bought her, or built this big house in the fucking suburbs and, and, and she threw this big, you know, like home war and she would talk about how, when she just moved to the suburbs, people stopped visiting. She's like, everyone stopped visiting. They wouldn't leave the city. Yeah. They wouldn't leave the city. They're like, oh fuck, that's like 45 minutes away with yeah. traffic. Like no one wanted to go. So, you know, I, me personally, again, don't give a shit, but I remember it was important she, to her. Yeah. So I understand where you're coming from, where you're saying, all right, it would be nice to entertain and you know yada yada but again careful what you wish for i know you're gonna have someone that's gonna take you up on that offer that you're like oh no i didn't mean you <laughs> trust me you're gonna have some random person that you had like two college classes with she put this shit on social media folks not like pat and aj like bullshit you know she she put this on her personal facebook like oh i know no one will visit but if you want to look at this stuff and i'm like oh don't do that because i'm telling you someone's gonna Somebody's be like gonna show up at the door. you know what man all good i'm gonna come on down it's gonna be like cousin eddie remember when cousin wrote <laughs> Cousin Eddie's going to roll up. At least he was a relative. <laughs> and then you'd be like, you can't park the RV out front. We got an HOA. They complain about it. They were totally bitch. They're going to have a dog with them, kid who's cross-eyed, maybe with an infectious disease. No one's vaccinated. You know they're not vaccinated. No, I'm excited. Right. I, it's funny, though, to see um, like our parents, because your dad and stepmom yeah. are both in kind of iffy health right now. They're just having some... Well, they're just older, and they're yeah. starting to get to the point where, you know... They've everything... had a couple surgeries. You know, everything starts yeah. to fall apart. You move slower, and yeah. you, uh, you do less, and you sit around more, Yeah, right? it's, it's nothing to the kind of people they are. They're just getting older. That's yeah, the way Yeah, I think it is. my dad like officially retired last week or Good. this week or something, Jeez. so he's done working. His wife hasn't worked in a while, and they're just going to live out there on the farm but like with your dad and stepmom like they're very your stepmom wants to visit oh she wants to so bad she wants to get out of the house but my she knows dad won't leave the fucking county. and that's the thing your dad is very much like when you're coming to see us in iowa and oh, my yeah. parents on the other hand are in even worse health oh yeah and they are like hell bent on visiting. They're like, "Oh, we're trying, we're trying to get better, so we can come down by you." Like yeah. they're just not realistic about it. And Meanwhile, I'm like, AJ's mom is still healing wounds that she incurred oh. uh, like three months ago when she was here last time. Okay? She's still healing the burns she got from falling asleep in the sun out here. That's how responsible they are of adults that they can't <laughs> heal wounds. Yeah, it's um, it is we're it's, very weird to see that juxtaposition of your dad, who's like, <laughs> "Come visit me in Iowa," and my parents, oh, yeah. who are like. They'd never really ask me to visit. They just say, we'll come down by you because I See, think they're bored. I like the fact that at least um, my uh, my half-brother in Iowa, he gets it, and now he's kind of made it like a, like an open, I'm sorry. And he said it a couple times like, yep, you know, I'm pretty sure we owe you a visit at this point. And he's just at such a different phase in his life where he has like two little ones, two little ones and the wife who's working full time and they're juggling like everything. And we're at this other point in our lives where I'm like, it's all good, dude. I'm like, but thanks for acknowledging it. Like, yeah. thanks for acknowledging. Like, I know you're kind of racking up the visits here and we don't really have any over by you. And but that's all I want. Right. Acknowledge Just it. Just acknowledge Don't it. lie and say, I will so come visit you. Just even say, I owe you a visit. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm going to visit. Can I tell it's the you? people who say I'm going to visit numerous times and don't that I just want to pop in the face. Can I tell you 
Now, in retrospect, and maybe I'll tag all these lovely people in this in this podcast release that we do. But now, in retrospect, that my broadcasting career is all done, I can kind of look at that chapter in my life in retrospect. Um, the love that I have for my Salt Lake homies, yeah, is so deep because in the radio world. I picked up and left, right? Yeah, that's what we do. I left Salt Lake City, had to go to Milwaukee, buy friends. It was great knowing you for two years and being like in your lives and... But now I'm gone. Bye. It is so weird to be that invested in people. And then just gone. And that's how I feel about Flint. Like, I just left. And now I'm like, I feel a huge sense of loss. Like, I lost all these people. And when I got to Milwaukee, I threw this big party because it was pretty much the closest I'd ever been to Chicago. And I said, maybe some of my friends will come up. Not only did my, like, original boys from Chicago come up, I knew they would. But I had a contingency of, like, four dudes. From Salt Lake, yeah. Who flew from Salt Lake City, Utah. One dude had never... Never crossed the Mississippi. That's crazy. <laughs> but he, he did it for he you. He said, I've never been on the other side of the Rockies, man. That's and, crazy. And, and, and he flew to Wisconsin, and we hung out in Milwaukee, and he did every Wisconsin thing you could imagine in the, like the 72 hours they were there. But like when you look back, man, shout out to all, man, you guys know who you are. I'm, I don't want to give you exact names or anything. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I think but in the ra- like radio like, people, wow. radio people get it. That's love, man. Uh, like I very Mad much, love. I know I have a lot of friends from every city we've lived in that will never yeah. visit because they're not radio people and they don't leave. And that's that's fine. Like to each his own. I They were all radio people. I'll, I'll give you that. The so thing. they all kind of semi sort of radio it. people get it. Like that we'll we'll go visit each other because we know how hard it is and we know how scary it can be to move to a new place and just lose everybody you knew. Right. But yeah, no, I'm excited to have my cousin visit. It'll be awesome. I What are you gonna do? Is it gonna be because now here's the fun part. Um when we have had visitors, sometimes depending on where you live, you end up doing some of the same things because you end up learning how to be a tour guide. Now the best example we have and it goes to show in the cooler of a place you live, the more people will visit you. Yes. When we lived in Seattle. Oh, a lot of people visited. <laughs> and more so in downtown Seattle. Yeah. We had a pretty busy flow of visitors, and we almost got into the routine of, all right, we're going to go walk down to Pike Place. Yep. Um, we'll show you where the first Starbucks was. Yep. We'll take a picture here. We'll go to the Space we'll Needle. We'll go to the Space Needle. We'll not go up in it because that's a waste no, of time. No, you don't want to go pictures, up. <laughs> and then we'll go back to our place, and we'll order you know, sushi or you know, Chinese food from this joint. We'll go to this crab restaurant. So you already had like kind of a tourist thing in your mind. What you've gathered so far, what is like some of your like, oh shit, they'd love to do this. I this would be cool. I don't think Tombstone would be that much fun for their daughter. That's what I'm worried about. I think they would like, love the shit out of it. But I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. I think she'd like it. She is at that age where like, whatever, I'm just happy to be here. Like she, she's yeah. so cute. Like tonight we were on the phone with them and a grasshopper got into their hotel room and she, she was so excited. She named it Bobby. Like it was a big deal. <laughs> and that, so maybe, you know, I changed my, my opinion on that. I think she'd have fun just because yeah. there's horses, cowboys, Yeah, you know, and I think... I think she'd like Tombstone. I definitely think we should all go to the zoo because that's that's close and easy and a really cool AJ's little zoo. zoo. See, that's one thing. If you can, if AJ has an ace up her card anywhere we've ever been with anyone, it's a zoo because yeah. she's worked at a zoo. She has enough zoo knowledge and she can take you there and almost bullshit you like Julie from the Love Boat. She can be your <laughs> your your cruise director for the zoo. 
even though she doesn't even know the zoo. So good, good work. All right. So the zoo, Saguaro National Park. Is Saguaro that not, is that not cool for like a little kid? I think it'd be cool, especially when they come here. I think we should do a horseback ride through it because mm-hmm. it'll be cool enough to do it. It's not cool enough. Cool enough right now. I mean, it's cool to drive through. Yeah. Which I did with my mom, and because she's disabled, they do have one handicap trail on there. It's That's really cool. cool. Um, but driving through, I don't feel like is the same as actually like walking through. But it's so big that it's not. You can't just like walk through it. It's a it's a national park. What else? Biodome. You take them to biodome. We haven't even been to the biodome yet. Well, maybe we do it for the first time. I've heard that the botanical gardens is gorgeous. Even if you're not like a, a, a huge fan of like plants, like they're like it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, there's a lot. I'm excited. I, I yeah, don't know. By the way, we say all these things, and then in uh, reality, we uh, we have a pool. We'll and, end up just um, staying here, you know, the pool's, ordering food. The pool's heated. Yeah. And um, they'll have beers. We'll smoke. You know, they'll <laughs> door dash food like we are probably now. Right now. <laughs> are you wondering and where we're foods, at with that? And the food's, why is the food here? Your order was dropped off. Oh, eight, what? The food's here? Eight minutes ago. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.